Hello, and welcome to Life's Difficult, a podcast where we discuss the many challenging aspects of modern life and how we attempt to navigate them. I'm Mikhail, and as always, I'm joined by my conversation partner, Milos. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, this is, uh, I think we've got an interesting topic here for today. Uh, do you want to introduce the topic? Sure. So this week we're discussing the difficulty with university. And this is actually, a, I would say, a bit more challenging in terms of, um, you know, kind of get, gathering my thoughts for. Because you think you have a lot to say about university, but then maybe you do, but it's more in terms of, storytelling that doesn't actually impart much oh, valuable yeah. life knowledge. You I know? was fully just going to complain for, for the entirety <laughs> of this podcast. That was my plan. I got like six different complaint stories about my university time. So I thought that was the whole point though. Was that not, is that not what we're doing? Well, actually complaining is fine, is fine, right? Because it is the difficulty with university. My issue would just be, gen- you know, kind of the generic night out story does not, it might be amusing to you and me, but it doesn't actually impart any mm-hmm. uh, um, great wisdom to everybody else. Well, so. that's, see, that's the funny thing, because I actually thought about university. I think I think this is actually where our, our experiences of university are different, because uh-huh. you went away for university. So for you, there was a larger social aspect, I feel, whereas like I was forced to stay. Well, I wasn't forced. My parents were like, you can't go away. And realistically, 18-year-old me was too stupid to realize that I could. Okay, so let's choice. actually start there. What... What was your university experience like in broad terms? Like, where did you go? What did you, well, what is the approach, <laughs> everything? like? Oh, man. My university experience in broad terms was that I stayed in the same city that I grew up in. So I stayed in touch with most of my high school friends. Mm-hmm. Most of my high school friends did not go to university outside of the city. Or, like, one of them did. The rest of us stayed in the city. Some of them never even went to university. Some of them stayed in high school for quite some time. I have great friends. They're amazing. <laughs> um, I love you guys. Uh, but yeah, so I stayed in the city. I was part of a cohort that had a strike for a full year. So I was. I, my first year was like eight months of uni and then eight months of strike. And like mm-hmm. it was just a mess. And Over then when what? I, uh, I don't know. What do people go to strike for? They They wanted more money. The people... The staff wanted more money at the university that I was at. I don't yeah. know. Shut down the whole thing for, I think, like eight months or something ridiculous. But it, and it, it was even worse because they didn't just shut us down. They shut us down with promises that we back to classes every two weeks. And so and, and right. this is yeah. first year. You're the youngest you can be. So your parents don't even trust you yet. They still think you're an idiot. So I've got my parents on my ass like, oh, is the strike over? And I'm like, mm. no. And they're like, oh, are you sure? And it's like, yes. And they're getting upset at me that the strike's going on. And I'm like, I can't change that. <laughs> so... Yeah, and then after that first year, I went, second year was really tough on me. I had some issues. I didn't want to be there. I dropped out, like, and then from then on, I just dropped out, came back, dropped out, came back. I had a couple of really strong academic years, had a couple of really bad academic years, and then I just never finished it. Okay, so what were you studying, and did you pursue what you studied beyond university? No, I studied, so I went in, I, I went in for a bachelor's of psychology, Mm-hmm. and then I switched to business, dropped out of business, went back for psych. So I've actually, I actually really love psychology. I have a yeah. huge passion for it. I went back for a full two semesters or three semesters where I got straight A's, where I did absolutely amazing, where I did all my psych stuff. And the reason why I didn't graduate was because um, I'm literally one credit away from graduating. 
Mm. I'm never going to get it, though, unless I absolutely have to for some work or if I get some desire to be a professional in some way. Yeah. But basically, they have a rule about how much general education credits you need to take. And given the fact that I'd taken like a bunch of business courses, they were like, those don't count. And my and I took a social work course to be one of my general education classes. But they're like, because you're in psych, it's too close to your field of expertise to mm. be considered general education. So I still owe them one general education to graduate. And I just said no. Um, but yeah, so I, I did really well in psych. I, I got a lot of really good grades and I really loved it. It was uh-huh. a really fun time. Um, but my main point in all of this is going to be that, you know, a degree is, uh, it's not what you think it is these days. Well, yeah, the, um, I, I, I think we'll come back around to this because, yeah. um, so I, I, I'll quickly, what did you, yeah, yeah, what did you go to uni for? So, um, I went away for university, um, and going away also was just as we as we discussed discussed in a previous podcast on, on travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have like a firm home base, you know. So literally, right before university, I st- I moved where I was living anyway. Yeah. So it was I was I was I was going to be leaving, you know, the people I knew regardless. So where where were you, um, where did you finish high school and where did you end up in university? And if and if you were away, does that mean that your parents were in another country while you were in university? Yeah, so um I graduated in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And literally I think the day after my senior trip, I flew over to Dubai because that's where my parents had already gone at that point. Mhm. Um, then I was in Dubai for a while. I was actually meant to go to university in Australia sooner. Um, but we had a bit of a mishap with me getting my visa. It was a silly thing where they wanted financial statements, I think for three uh, for six months and we gave three. It was just a small thing. They want to prove that you were you, your fake passport didn't work. You're like, Oh, why are they being such dicks? (laughs) (laughs) If I've made the effort (laughs) (laughs) to get, you know, but, um, yeah, so so I was uh, actually ended up spending kind of seven months not doing a whole lot, but those are actually, funnily enough, probably just as productive in terms of like my uh, emotional growth as actually being in university, just having mm-hmm. seven months to myself to just kind of like reset. Anyway, um, so I then I, I did uh, my degree in Australia, which was kind of like an accelerated degree because we did three years worth of work squished into two years. So Ooh. instead of having semesters, we had trimesters. So we just kind of worked year-round. And year you round. went right through summer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> Fuck. Um, and I went there to, and, uh, for a bachelor in international relations, um, which I got. But by the end, most of my courses were f- uh, philosophy courses because that's just was what, what was interesting me uh, by far mm-hmm. more than anything else. And I was I was one course away from getting a minor in philosophy as well, um, but yeah, I, I didn't do anything with uh, with international relations, and I knew going in uh, that there was very little chance that I would do anything with it either. It was literally just I am, you know, I'm meant to go through this part of life, which is university. So it doesn't matter what you do, just get a degree. That's almost a mindset that was in with me and my family. Um, did you feel pressured to go? Was there was? Did you have the option of not doing it, or was it like you have to do this? 
it wasn't about of about pressure it was literally just this is what you do like there's no pressure suggests like you feel like there is an alternative there was an alternative and it wasn't from a negative place it was just like yeah university uh, uh for my parents obviously it's the setting aspect but for my brother and i it was a, a social aspect like mm -hmm. that that's a whole other part of this which maybe we can wait to get get to but it's it's um it's basically seen as like your first big getaway you know it's like trial adulthood and ramping up your partying and ramping up like your social circle and what you can do and stuff so it's almost just it's fun on on that level it's it, you don't even unless you're going for a real concrete degree law medicine whatever accounting, yeah real professions yeah. yeah which those degrees are clearly worthwhile and and will serve you very well but if you're anywhere in the humanities arts liberal arts kind of thing it's not that you can't make a career out of it but you really have to then be motivated and possibly go get your master's and phd etc with it um otherwise it's just it's there to say like yeah i got a degree and i had fun along the way that, that that's that's really what it was at least in in my head mm -hmm. um anyway and 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 uh, i i so I got that degree, didn't do particularly well, but good enough. Uh, um, but then when I came over to Canada, um, that degree did not, it, it, it didn't really work in that um, because of whatever conversion that needed to take place, it, my degree didn't mean anything here. So wait, did you you finish your degree in Australia? Yeah, no? I I I have a bachelor of of international relations from that university in Australia. Were you, were you University of Sydney or something? Or? Bond University. Bond, James Bond. Love sure, it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, and then you came to Canada to do more. I, I I'm gen I actually can't remember why, or w what the thought process was. <laughs> but when I came to Canada, it was, I found out that the degree was, you know what, I think, I think what I was, what my thought process was that I wanted a master's in philosophy, because mm -hmm. I'd loved philosophy, I'd actually gotten good grades in philosophy and in nothing else, and, and I thought, okay, let's get a master's in philosophy, possibly even get a PhD and become like a philosophy professor, like, because again, like, at that point, I had no career prospects. Like, I, had, I hadn't done any work before. I hadn't done any... You'd have the same career prospects with a philosophy degree. Don't worry. None. I'm kidding. <laughs> True, but at least, like, there it seemed like, okay, I can be occupying myself for a few years and then... Yeah. Well, I mean, you had, you had the one goal in mind that's, like, legit with the philosophy. If you do philosophy, you either go into law school but or not... you go into being a For prof. all the philosophers out there, there are not a lot, a lot of... Uh, philosophy professor positions for you oh very few very yeah few. so it's still even if i you know went went all the way and got a phd you know that's still not any guarantee for a career so that's insane to be yeah likely <laughs> doing higher education for what the best part of a decade and not get a job out of it is is misguided to say the least so anyway i think that was my thought process but I can tell you I did a semester and dropped out. Mm -hmm. I was just, um, I, my breaking point was funny. We were doing a, like a, a logic 
class. But it was it was strange. Like it was we had to learn like this computer. Pro, there was like this computer program, and you had to. It had its own language. It became Wait, like were you learning symbolic logic, the one where it's like A does not equal B, and then there's like all that like weird symbols with like the arrows and stuff. Perhaps I I can't even remember, but I just remember thinking, this is much closer to maths, which I struggled I think at. That is my... symbolic. I like that course. I had to take that. It was fun. I, I think I just had a section of it, but it was fun. I remember just reaching a point, like maybe halfway through the the semester, where I was just like verging on a breakdown. I'm just like, I don't <laughs> get this. This is literally what I didn't want to do. And so I dropped the course, got good grades in all my other philosophy cl- uh, classes, but I, I decided at that point, like I literally contacted my dad, I think at that point, and said like, I can't do this anymore. Like I mm-hmm. just, and it's also, I was just done with university. Mm-hmm. I was I didn't want to be back in undergrad in my early 20s. It was just, yeah. it, it just felt wrong. Um, and so, but okay, so that is my university experience and that is your university experience. I think the through line there is we, <laughs> we don't think the degrees were at all worth it in terms of like mm-hmm. getting you anywhere in terms of, you know, your, it's not part of your vocational path. It's part of your, you know, personal edification. That's it. And, and even there, I'd say, I wish I'd done philosophy instead of IR. Um, so yeah, <laughs> but, um, again, that said, if you're going in like fully sure, I want to do medicine or something that's just completely inapplicable to what we're talking about. We're talking about didn't really know what we wanted to do. We just did a degree. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that that's probably the more common scenario. I think a lot of the reason why I see there's pressures because I feel like I know a lot of people who've like, they didn't really get an option. It was high school and then university or get disowned. Um, <laughs> those are your options. It was the street or, or university. Well, so it, was, it wasn't about disowned, but I, I know my dad had this thing um, where he dropped out of university um, mm-hmm. because he just wanted to get on with life, get a job. Mm-hmm. And that worked out really well for him. But I think he held on to this insecurity for decades I think he might even have it like to some degree now, which is insane because you know mm-hmm. he's he's completely set for life. Wildly good. successful, yeah. But 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 he's just had this insecurity of like I don't have a university degree. What if I lose my job and they want a degree or something? You know, like mm-hmm. he has he's had this thing plaguing him for such a long time, and he's like, I cannot have this happen to my sons. Mm-hmm. And and also this is a different world where you needed much more. Yeah, um, it's so. it's it's almost well. Actually, I don't think that you needed much. No, more. no, I'm saying I, back. That was his oh, back mindset. Then, yeah, back That's then, his, yeah, yeah. That he just <clears throat> he just felt like it was it had to be done, or he was kind of setting yeah. us up for failure. And I mean, to be fair, back in the day, it was it did mean a lot more. <laughs> it meant a lot more back in the day because they're rarer now. Everybody's got one, so you know. And I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit, but again, like that. The fact that everyone has a, a, a university degree kind of opens up some uh, loopholes. Uh, <laughs> loopholes. <laughs> loopholes where, uh-huh. you know. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll discuss that in a little bit. But, um, but yeah, so I, I feel like it's interesting because I feel like your points here are mostly about the experience of... The social experience. The social yeah. experience. Whereas for me, the social experience was never the... the uh, to me, university was, I, I went there to learn because I didn't really, I didn't go to a social university. Which I is, went, which is the, the 
you know, a, a good mindset to have. It's just, you know what, what it was also is um, growing up in the non-Western world, mm -hmm. there was this idealized uh, concept of the university experience or the American university experience. Yeah. And then you, yeah. especially around the time when we grew up in the late 90s and early 2000s, there are a lot of films targeted at us about, you know, whether it's like the American Pie films or whatever, but like these, oh, yeah. these sex comedies, right? And so... And countless number of shows talking about how great it's going to be when you go to uni and what you're going to do there. Go yeah. to college, it's going to be so much fun. The, 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 there's, there's this kind of modern myth almost created uh, around the university experience. You go there... Perhaps you have sex for the first time. Maybe you have your first girlfriend. You go, you, you drink, maybe you drink for the first time and you party properly. You know, there, there are all these stages. Mm -hmm. Maybe for a guy, you join a frat house, a girl, a I feel sorority. like every stage that you talked about, I was like, I did most of those definitely before university. Well, actually. <laughs> Drinking especially. That one, I got good at that one way before university. Well, actually, me too, because, um, you know, in Malaysia, you could be 12 and go grab a bottle of vodka. Like, it's not a problem mm -hmm. getting it like in a market you, you didn't have to sneak around getting alcohol there and and going to clubs and all that stuff you could do it at a very uh young age nonetheless it's different right it's mm -hmm. it's that's still non-western it just it the west is still like its own you know vehicle to a good time as a young person it yeah. feels like at least um and so that was built up and, and and let me just say it it also in some ways if you're not doing so great socially you're not doing so great in terms of you know pursuing the opposite sex or whatever sex you're attracted to then university also then it has greater build up because it's like at that point I'll suddenly become socially competent yeah. at that point suddenly <laughs> girls will be interested in me so in in some ways, this goes back to kind of what we were talking about, even with travel. Of of mm -hmm. you tr you idolize this this moment coming down the coming down the line, and 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 you're setting yourself up for disappointment quite often. I I know I was not even on socially speaking was not thrilled with my university experience at all because. Um, yeah, it's it's. I wasn't especially sociable in high school, but in high school, high school, it's just different, right? Like, um, in high school, you're thrust into this class, and you just, un unless you're really unfortunate, which of course also happens to a lot of people, but you kind of just get your social group, right? Like maybe you mm -hmm. don't end up like the most popular person in the world, but you probably do fine if you're even not that social. People will just kind of fall into you. You'll be put in a group together, and you'll become somewhat friendly um your interests are just more shallow and superficial so it doesn't take a lot to connect right like you like that video game so do i suddenly your friends like yeah you, you don't need something deeper than that at a young age so you just there's this inbuilt level of intimacy with your classmate that's just gone in university and so if anything it's harder yeah <laughs> it's, but you don't way think that way you think just like, oh, yeah, you just go to a party, you have a bunch of friends and girls are just walking up to you. It's like, no, it's it's in, in high school. It's actually much easier to 
or at least can be much easier to make friends and talk to girls and that, that whole thing. And so if I wasn't having much success in high school, <laughs> clearly university was not going <laughs> to go very well for me. And it didn't. Um, <laughs> and, but, but worse is that you feel, I think, much more of the pressure to be social. You feel much more of the pressure to go out and to party and to be having a, the best time in your life because it's mm -hmm. almost like this is like for a few years your last hurrah. It's like after this, there's no, th there's no further pivoting that you can do. Or actually, there is. And we might oh, even you talk. Keep, you can keep the party going forever if you really wanted to. But yes, yeah. but at, at that age, you, you think like, oh God, I'm going to be working a nine to five after this. I need to like have a good time. Mm -hmm. And it just stressed me out, but I didn't really <laughs> know how to navigate like in terms of making more friends or, or, or just also finding my space and having a good time, right? Like now I know I don't want to go to a club. Maybe I want to go to more of like a bar lounge. There's some music playing, but I still want to be able to hear myself. And that's a good time for me now. But back then it was just, you go to a club, you dance around like, like, you know, you just don't care. And, and it's, you hope you end up grinding with some girl and that that's it. That's your magical night. Yeah, it's, it, it's just such a, sorry to say, pathetic existence. Um, <laughs> again, unless you know kind of what you're doing or you actually enjoy dancing. Yeah. It's such a sad way to go through life <laughs> week after week thinking, yes, at the end of this week, I'm going to go to a club. I don't like dance to music. I don't care about. And but you're there for a different reason. You're, I mean, I, I think that's kind of, I don't know about you, but I think that's kind of part of the, the male experience is like we go do a lot of things that we don't want to do just because we're into women. Sure. But I don't care for music in bars and clubs. I don't, I really, I think there's like three songs I want to hear and the rest of it I don't care about. That, but like, that, that's not my point there exactly. Like, um, I could have also um, gone to a bar or lounge, which... Again, I'm not there for the music, um, but it would be much more relaxed. I wouldn't have to dance. I wouldn't have to do anything that that I find more obnoxious. And then, you know, I can use my words and talk to a woman. <laughs> That's the point. Like, it, it didn't have to be that I just danced around You can use your words in the myself. dance club, too. You just have to yell them in her ear. And we'll both pretend loudly. that we understand each other. Yeah, it's... It's you. Sometimes you have to repeat yourself five or six times, but you know it's it's a. Uh... And then at the fifth time, you still don't understand, but then you just pretend. You just go like, "Yeah, exactly." And and. <laughs> yeah, so one of those nights where you think you met some person, and then you find out, oh, you're not in psych. No, I never said I was in psych. Oh, why did I think you said psych? What's your name again, Mandy? No, it's Tanya. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's it was. My point being is, it was just a misguided way. Even in trying to uh, pursue ladies, see, I, it's just not I the way the, to go. But you see, I think the whole thing here is like, dude, I don't know about you, but I was ridiculously insecure in uni. Mm. Uni was like, I, I feel like for all that idealism, it quickly dawned on me that it's like, I'm another year older, I'm in a new environment, and I am just as big of a loser <laughs> as I was last year, and now that I'm here. And I think that's a, I think that's a huge part of it too is like like you said like it's idealized because in the movies that awkward nerdy loser dude always wins and gets the girl somehow and it's like in reality you don't because you're a, you're a creep 
You're creepy. I, at least I don't know about you. I was a creepy. Yeah, I, I don't know I, about that. It's it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be to to the level that. You so know. when I say creepy, I don't mean it like in a terrible way, like not a not a malintentioned creep, but I mean like there was definitely things and behaviors that I did that I know made people feel awkward and it didn't help. Mm. And I, and I think and I think that the, the problem too is like and I think we both have this or maybe I don't know if you if you resonate with this, but you know as a young guy I was much more willing to jump into things even if I didn't know what the hell I was doing and just do something for the sake of doing it. So mm-hmm. I would go to these social gatherings and I wouldn't know what to do. So I would just talk to people or try and, you know, hit on girls like in whatever dumb cockamamie way I thought would work. And so, you know, there was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of um, just making an ass of myself <laughs> basically <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, but yeah, that was just, it was just part of the experience. It was like realizing, okay, I'm still this insecure person this is still difficult and this does not work like in the movies. And so when I say I'm a creep, I just mean in the sense that like I'm not socially calibrated at all. And realistically speaking, I should be in like some sort of practice venue where I can practice talking to people, but instead I'm in the real world and people are telling me to get go away. (laughs) I almost feel like we needed a boot camp pre-university to like bring us up in terms of certain things of just i don't know and, and well also even in terms of just um handling like university workload and stuff it's not that it was ever too much but i also felt like there were certain standards that were much higher than university and uh, or, or much higher than high school and i remember the first essay i ever did i just failed it really <laughs> yeah because like Damn. in high school you can work around certain things in a way you can't in university it's much more they're clearly you know defined lines which you have to work within whereas in high school you know you can even like do pretty like significant copy and pasting in high school in certain depending on the uh, Mm -hmm. class and you can get away with it whereas in university you'll be like brought into the dean and you know i think you i think your experience is more indicative of what average people have my experience was the exact opposite i went to high school that had really really high academic standards and mm. i did fairly well there i wasn't i wasn't like a pluses all around but i got i got a fair bit of, of a's and, and, and high grades and then when i went to my university oh man dude the standard just dropped like it was like it was oh, okay. it was embarrassing yeah that and that's also why i think that's one of the reasons why i'm so jaded about university and why i think it's a big like scam i don't think it's not an actual scam but i think there's there's aspects of it that are definitely uh you know over unexamined and overplayed but yeah from my experience was actually the exact opposite i went to university and i was surprised by how how the level of education was just not up to my standard i was like this is i was running circles around people with very little effort Mm -hmm. and i don't think it's because of an iq thing i don't think it's because of an intelligence thing i think it's just i came from I came from a high school that was in a heavily Asian area of Toronto, so we had high standards. Mm-hmm. Like my school, my school would routinely like have students in the top ten for like 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 um, the quantify. Like I don't even know what they're called, but like we'd have there's there's province wide tests that you can take mm-hmm. for science, maths, and all that stuff. And my my high school would routinely have three or four students in like the top 20, top 40, whatever. Like we'd see, they put them up, they'd put up a little page and I did those science classes too. And I did pretty good. So I think, 
I think it's funny that you say that because I had the exact opposite experience of coming into you know, and uh, the university I went to was a bit of a joke. I don't want to say it here because you can look <laughs> me up on LinkedIn. You can find out. Um, it does not have a good reputation right. here in Toronto, and for good reason. Um, the education there was piss poor. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could still get something out of it, but it's so funny that you say that that, that was your experience. Um, do you think part of that had to do with the fact that you were doing international school in Kuala Lumpur? And then going to Australia, like, what was the Bond University have like a really without like the UFT of Australia to have a really no, high standing? No, no, not standing? even n- nothing like that. It was it, it was very much known as like a like a like a rich people's university where you can just kind of buy your way in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that say that as a it's a negative remark because I don't think I would have gotten to many universities. Really? Yeah, my, my I just crawled over the line in high school <laughs> um and so as a result of that um this was one of the only options available to me mm-hmm. to get to get into university damn so it was um you know what it was it was actually very well known for law mm-hmm. and that's it outside of that it, it was it was a very good university in terms of like the experience of of what when you went to class there, you felt like you were really getting something out of the class. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, there's a difference between like fi- think it, thinking it's a really valuable institution for learning and its prestige in terms of how, how it ranks in terms of its education. And it, that it did not rank high is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did learn a lot there. I would say mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, it was... It, Anyway, the, 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 the whole bootcamp thing I was saying is almost, it was two-pronged because one is just like make sure you're up to snuff in terms of your studies and the other aspect would be... The social aspect, that's the more important social, one. Socially, like where are you actually at? Like are you yeah. actually okay or have you just been cruising in high school and you really need like... But I think, I think um, that's, that's, that's kind of the up. issues that we're, we're, we're fed this kind of lie of like, oh, you should be socially savvy by the time you leave high school and it's like, there's no classes for that. Nobody sat me down and tried to explain that stuff to me. I had to figure it out on my own. And, and that's like, especially when you're, when you're young, you don't like with guys, it's like, it's like a thing you see. We do not hit our stride until mid to late twenties, realistically speaking. Like we don't look like, you know, even now, like I think about it, like younger me. Yeah. I don't blame girls for not looking twice. I looked like a scrawny little child until I was like 25, 26. You know mm. what I mean? Like it just, it, it just the way that, you know, I grew up. And, and I think there's also an aspect of, like, my brain, like, I was a dumb, dumb person at 21 and 22. Right. Academically, I could get good grades, but, like, socially making plans for my life and all that stuff, like, it was just, that was so outside of my, I was so out of my depth in that. And so I think, like, there's this whole thing, like, I don't even think a boot camp would have helped, man. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think I was too stupid. Nothing can be done. <laughs> I think you just need to, I just need to sit and, and mature, you know? Like, I was like a wine. It doesn't matter... You can't speed up a wine. If you take that stuff out of the barrel too soon, it's going to be the most sour, disgusting piss you've ever drank. Well, you got to so, give it time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I mentioned uh, those seven months because I actually just felt like having time to myself. Um, it might have been like one of the, possibly the most important like stretch of whatever, half a year in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was with zero exposure to anybody or, you know, very, very minimal exposure to other people. It was me just researching stuff, figuring stuff out, 
and that really really helped me mm -hmm. um so maybe there's something um to just uh you know how some people between high school and university take a year off and travel or something yeah i think that's so intelligent if i have kids they're not allowed to go straight to university yeah if they want to go straight to university tell them no go work for like six months to a year go do something go do anything else mm -hmm. you know because uh, oh man i think the pressure to go to university is so stupid I think largely because, yeah, if you don't have that gap in between, you don't get an instance to kind of collect yourself and think of the bigger picture. Yeah, some people, you know, we, we, we say like, oh, you peaked in high school or you never grew up or something. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure a number of those people are just... Uh, Idiots. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're, we're always inclined to be that way, mm -hmm. right? That's just yeah. part of their, 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 their makeup. But I imagine with a lot of people... If they just had time to reflect and kind of figure out what they actually want without just kind of bulldozing forward in life, that could have been that could have been the difference between living like a really meaningful, examined life and and just you know existing one moment to the next, being pushed on by whatever the exigencies of the day are. Right, like because if you think about it, like if you just go wham bam right out of high school a couple months and you're in university you party and you drink your way through university get some whatever degree and then you start working right out of university you you're like i know you get maybe your summer months off and stuff but maybe even there you have you know you're partying more with your friends or you're going back to your family like there's there's a sense of like continuous momentum where you just feel the pressures of life even if they're not like negative pressures but the momentum, I should say, of life pushing you and propelling you forward. When do you take a moment to stop and become a proper person? I don't know how else to put it. Like, you're just going, 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 and you've never really thought about, like, what do I find valuable in life? Like, what are my principles? Like, anything that makes life a little bit more structured and purposeful is... is, is um, comes from taking a moment at least and so yeah it's it's forget the boot camp then just take some time to yourself yeah if if possible and maybe it's not possible for some people but um it's just something worth being cognizant of even if you don't have a lot of time off because then you can at least say like look i need to switch off on weekends and and think about yeah. some things and, and i think the one caveat to that is unless you know that you want to be in a profession I had a buddy of mine, he knew from like first year of high school, he's like, I'm going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And yo, he did it. He's a doctor now, you know, but he, and he went straight through, we, but we went to the same university, except he went to the science program. So it was actually like legit. Whereas I was doing liberal arts and it was baloney. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he stayed the path. He did extra classes. He didn't, he skipped summers. He did the med school prep. He went to med school as soon as he could. Yeah. I mean, there was no breaks for him, but for him, it made sense. He knew his target. He had a target that he was passionate about from day one. You know, and that, that's that's the one thing that I think is if you if you have that target, just go. I, I, I suppose even there, I would say, if possible, um, and again, uh, being agnostic in terms of where you place this this window or how you how you distribute this time, but even then, I would say, before the degree, after the degree, maybe you take a midpoint break or. During the degree, you, you 
you maybe take a semester off here and there, whatever it might be, to still like round yourself out a bit because mm-hmm. you know it's there's some people who have such a high degree of comp, comp, uh, competency, but it's so so narrow. I'm like, it's great that you're a brain surgeon, but you don't seem to you've like you've never read any kind of meaningful literature. You you don't know anything like and 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 can and can be you know I've 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 gone from like the sciences to then like the liberal arts fine but it can even be to the point of like you know you're you're you've been studying medicine all this time but you don't seem to know even the you know basics of nutrition mm-hmm. you don't know that you know you should maybe avoid certain exercises if you if if you're susceptible to a b and c or whatever it might be um yeah, the, the 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 kind of siloing of different expertise um, is important, I imagine, because it, it, it helps propel those, those expertise further forward. But it also means that, like, you can end up with highly, highly intelligent human beings in just a very, very narrow focus. And outside of that, there's really Jesus. not a lot going on. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, this is not quite exactly a university issue it's more of a yeah. life issue i think that's, that's, that's more it. a person issue though because like even even <laughs> if you're doing the doctor thing you you still have time to you know it's still summer times you know we, he still came out to drink and party with us we still were bad influences on him and, and made him lose sleep on days when he should have been studying so i mean you can still have that peer group that gets you out of your shell a little and i mean to be fair um I think hobbies are a big part of it. Have hobbies be, be, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think that that's that, like that time off is necessary for that. Because again, like this person that I'm telling you about, he knew his stuff pretty early. He was into cars. He was into being a doctor. He had a couple of hobbies. Me and him played video games. Like, you know, he's, he's actually very much, uh, I would say he's somebody who picked, not, maybe not picked, but he's somebody who understood what he really liked early on mm-hmm. and was able to channel that effectively through the lanes provided him by university, by professional career. You know, like I I personally, I looked at what was available to me or what I thought was what, again, what was available to me was more like, what could I do? I, it's funny too. Now that I think back in, in, in high school, there was like this idea of like, Oh, you could be a doctor. It's like, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to make this sound bad. I'm sure there's some people who don't have the propensity to be a doctor, but I also think that, I mean, assuming that you're anywhere in the median distribution of IQ, you could probably do it would take a lot of work yeah it would take a lot of work but it's possible so um but again i probably don't have the work ethic i probably wouldn't have made it <laughs> yeah i mean I, but, I i think that statement yeah means uh, a multitude of yeah, things, yeah. The, the point i'm trying to put point out though is i think it's funny that in high school there was this idea of like what are you capable of mm-hmm. you're capable of so much more than you think but yeah. it's also what do you vi- what can you visibly see as a potential path for you like the lane idea what what, do, what is your lane where are you going to go? And I think if you don't see a lane for yourself early on, it can be very difficult. Whereas for some people, you know, the lanes that are presented to them are like, wow, this one seems kind of perfect, you know? And, and I've seen students and I've seen, I have friends who've, you know, done in other ways. I know people who, you know, knew early on they wanted to be a lawyer. They just followed that path. You know what I mean? They knew early on they wanted to do X, Y, Z. They just followed that path. Right. So I think in that, in the relation to university, is really important. I think if you're someone like us who didn't know what the hell they were going to do with their degree, then it, you need a lot more time to kind of reflect and think. But 
Yeah, it's also scary to reflect and think because so many, I feel like so much of the, of just the ability to, to go out and find a job comes from just doing it, from going out and seeing what's available and, and what do you like and, and where you can fit into a business to make some money. For sure. I was actually going to say something similar in that for all that we're talking about of not knowing one, what to do and trying to figure things out and all this kind of stuff, um, is actually great value in just kind of hunkering down, getting to work and just enjoying something that you didn't enjoy before because you're good at it, right? Yep. We, uh, if you have great, a great aptitude for something, if you are highly competent in some field, that is pleasurable in and of itself because it feels good to be competent. So, um, if you have a passion, that's different, right? Like if you've, if, if, if by the end of high school, you know, like I want to be A, B or C, that's very, very different than I need to find out what my passion is. And perhaps you have a general sense of it. And then that's again, different than take your time off and figure it out. But if you have no idea what you're going to be passionate about, then, then you just have to get on with things. Right. And, and, and actually that's maybe if you don't, if, if university doesn't have that allure of, oh, this is going to be this social getaway, then I think it makes way more sense to go into like a vocational school or college and, and, and just pick something that is sensible to do that does not seem, you know, intolerable to you and get after it and get good at it. And you will find pleasure in it if you get good at it. And you know, you'll actually end up better than 90% of uni students who go down the humanities, liberal <laughs> arts kind of uh, You'll lane. actually be able to get a job with your degree. <laughs> and again, th th I'd, 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 that's not to say the end-all, be-all is getting a job, right? Like, liberal arts is amazing, but just know what you're doing. Don't mm -hmm. expect it to be an avenue for great success, um, great monetary success. It's, it's very much just for your own personal growth and that's yeah. fine i think that's great um it, think, it's kind of in what i was saying about like being a bit more well-rounded a uh, liberal arts degree will round you out in that sense um but again it's not gonna it's not gonna you know i, I think that speaks money to, on the table. to an important point when you're doing these degrees where you know you don't have a set end goal is that the quality of education that you get is kind of up to you Mm -hmm. I had something that I noticed. Again, I went to a, a kind of a crummy school, but despite that, you know, you were like I was still able to find the classes that were taught by profs who really gave a shit, who really came ready to teach. And, and again, I was lucky. So the university I went to um, had a smaller campus that was for like the French speakers, and I took a mm -hmm. lot of site classes there that were smaller, more intimate. And again, you could sit through those classes and kind of coast. Or you could engage with these profs, and you could have some. You can you can learn a lot more. You could go through it. So, I personally, you know, my first year was whatever. First year was a write off because of the strike and because of all the bullshit. But um. But following first year, uh, when I when I came back after dropping out the first time, and really applying myself, I realized how like, it was the funny thing. It was the first time I ever got an assignment, from a school. And instead of thinking, okay, how do I meet the minimum requirements? What's like the fast way to here? I would actually ask myself like, what do I want to learn about? 
You know, I'd get a psych, like, you know, you'd get a psych, I remember one of, one of the classes that I took was um, experimental, experimental psych, where you learn all about experimental design and stuff. I loved that class. I loved it. It's pretty universal, actually. It's kind of the scientific method. Mm -hmm. But I remember thinking, like, we, we had an assignment to kind of, uh, to make a mock experiment or, or, I don't even know, look up other experiments and then talk about their design and stuff. Instead of thinking, okay, what's, like, the easiest one to, you know, do this for? I was like, what do I actually want to learn about? What do I want to research? And, and again, now it's like, suddenly instead of looking at this as like oh i have to do an assignment it's like i have an opportunity to submit something and get the feedback of a professor who's right. basically a smart person who i respect in this field who can who can you know help me learn more about this topic from it so it was very interesting that like when i was engaged the quality the quality of education was completely up to me and when i was disengaged oh boy did i disengage i i have some horror stories from like the class. Yeah. I, I had one class I had to my parents knew my class schedule so I had to go to classes or I had to at least leave the house during that time mm -hmm. and in the winter time I had nowhere to go so I would literally take the bus to my university go into this class so this was at the other campus the big one I would go into this class of like I don't know like 150 people at late late as hell like 20 minutes late because I yeah. didn't care find whatever seat was available. And usually the seats that were available, the ones closer to the front because the back fills up first because nobody wants to be like, whatever. Yeah. I would put my stuff down and I would literally go to sleep. Shamelessly. Zero, like, nice. like, wait, the prof could be talking about me. I didn't care one bit. And, uh, and like that, and again, I, that, I passed that class. Yeah. I don't know how. By the grace of God and multiple choice, I'm so good at multiple choice tests. It's so easy <laughs> to deduce the answer for some of these. Well, I'm just saying, like, I was thinking, like, that's still considerably better than me. At least you went. <laughs> I did not go to. I, I was passively learning, Mikhail. Okay, I was, I was literally, you know, those, those, um, you know, those things where, like, oh, what's it called when, when you, when you listen to things while you sleep, like the affirmations. Yeah, yeah. Subliminal yeah. messages. I was subliminally learning. Okay, this was a, this was a learning technique that I was, I was developing. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it's. Even if you got 1% through osmosis, that's more than I, what I could have learned because I just wasn't there most of the time. You just cut your classes? Uh, yeah. So I think what I did is we had lectures and tutorials. Mm -hmm. Lectures were bigger. Tutorials were more like 10 to 15 people intimate with your professor. Mm -hmm. um, so tutorials I mostly went to. Lectures I skipped a lot. And especially there, there used to be some that would be recorded. So I always skipped those. But the good thing... The question is, did you actually watch the recordings? Here and there. Um, that's really good. <laughs> that's really, that's really here, impressive. Here's the thing, though. Like, um, what I really liked about that university is they were a bit more relaxed. And that's actually a good thing because, like, there's certain professors who get, like, very haughty. And they're like, you're never going to get slides from my class. You show up and you take notes. Mm -hmm. That's not actually all that helpful. Mm -hmm. um, I would have failed without that. But in those, in the, in that university, they would all put their slides up after their universe, uh, after their lecture. And so of course you don't get the same experience and you still miss out on a lot because it's not like the slides are everything, but it would be enough so that I could pass. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I like that there was a level of relaxation of like, no, we're actually here to make sure you get taught, but we're not you're not going through high school again where we're going to like berate you and try to chase you around and make sure you're not truant and 
all this kind of stuff. That just wasn't the case. I think I had that maybe with one professor. Mm-hmm. And that was it with everybody else. It was just, you know, if it's you're, you're an adult now, basically. You come in if you want to come in. Don't if you don't. But, like, they taught well. They they weren't... They weren't... Um, they weren't sticklers on, like, little things that don't actually matter, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if they got that you were trying in this in whatever realm it is they wouldn't be like oh yes but in this rubric it says you know it was a little bit more like they were lenient i felt that we we're actually learning like okay for example my mom has gone back to university so i often see like what she's being made to do here and a lot of it i'm just like i was not because she's, she's done some philosophy courses as well and i'm just thinking this is my philosophy was never about like memorize what this philosopher said. It was, can you, can you, um, expound on their thoughts on A, B or C? Can you engage with it and, uh, argue with them or against them or whatever it might be like actually engaging with the ideas and doing something with that. And I love that. But with, with my mom, it's often like, do you remember what he said about A, B, or C? And it's just like, that's more memorization. So I felt mm-hmm. like that university, Bond University, was actually really good at helping me think, which is what you actually want, versus just memorize uh, information. So, yeah, I mean, again, it was in many ways, it was a good university. I just, it didn't work for me socially. It didn't work for me in terms of, I didn't actually know what I was doing with what I was learning. Um, what do you think to put, put, put the damper on your social abilities there or your social life there? Cause I know you actually went away for university. So like you didn't, you didn't find that like you guys did the big bonding during frost week or I don't know if you guys had frost week over there, yeah, whatever the first yeah, yeah. week is because you guys didn't do the big bond and like you were staying in residence the first year for a couple of uh, trimesters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like you didn't have that experience where like you met some people in your res and you guys were just hang out all the time or. Yes and no. It's also, you know, um, sometimes people can just be Meh. odd, yeah. right? Like, I, for example, one of the first people I met and became pretty, like, friendly with, a week or two in, um, all he did would, uh, we called it, I think, the Bat Labs there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was for the people who would be doing kind of game and game design degrees and stuff. Mm-hmm. So really cool, really fun place, but he just disappeared. Like, I couldn't do anything with him. Unless I was gaming 24-7, I would not have any way to connect with him, and I mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's just one example, but it's it's that um, the same way that you're not fully socially adjusted, other people aren't either. Yeah. So unless you just go into mindless party drinking mode, which then it is easier to connect with people, but it's so, so superficial... And at that point in life, I think I was a little bit beyond some of that. It was just tough, but also I, I fully admit that a lot of it was on me. There are clearly like easy avenues to make it work for. And let's actually jump to Red Academy. Should we do that? Because that's <laughs> actually that's not university, but that. Sure. But I feel like that kind As of brings comparison. some things together. So Red Academy. Um, for those of you who don't know, the now defunct Red Academy. They still owe me money, <laughs> six grand. Yes, yeah, so I demand to have my six grand. They one day. were 
again, they didn't like the term boot camp, but essentially they were like a tech boot, boot camp. Yeah. And that's how Milos and I met. We did a digital mark, marketing degree there in our... Like a diploma. It wasn't really a degree. It was a three-month course. But, the, the, but yeah. that's, that's why it's a boot camp, right? Yeah. It, it was, it was, it's basically there to get you job ready. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much more about what we're actually talking about. The fact that you can skip university and just hammer something out, put in hard work and be job ready. Yeah. I mean, th- getting job ready in three months is insane. And I can tell you at that point, I was not ready for any job. Mm-hmm. Perhaps I'm still not. And I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, after Red, you weren't ready for a job? Well, so, I mean... Uh, or after is, uni, you weren't ready? After uni, I definitely wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wasn't really working. And if I did, it was sporadic, random work. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm a personal trainer for a few months one summer. I'm Good writing on, <laughs> articles for a few weeks and making, like, no money doing it. You know, like, just yeah. lots of... of uh, uh, Random stuff that, that is a dead end, like, the moment you get in. Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, so I think Red kind of is a correction, um, or, 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 or it's, 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 it writes a lot of the wrongs of what we're talking about, of it's quick, it gets you job ready, um, you can do it when you're a little bit older, and we all were kind of older. Yeah. Uh, I think I must have been, what, 25-ish around the time, maybe? Um, I think you were one of the youngest. You and, you and yeah, you were one of the youngest. I was, I think the median age was around where I was, where I was like 28, 29 when I took it. Yeah, but, but, but anyway, the, the point is it's youngish people, but no longer any hint of like, a child in a adult's body like you kind of are in university yeah. or even yeah. a bit beyond that and i think that was what made it such a positive experience there was no there was no social confusion or pettiness or small-mindedness like this is okay. there, was a, there was a little bit of it there was a little bit of a clickiness but that was those but but it was it was it was small enough that it wasn't it was just like it was the same kind of you could brush baloney. it aside very yeah. easily like it was, I, it was like professional almost it's the same kind of little bit of bs drama that you would have in, in any workplace i work in a company now and there's little bits of of the same kind of drama that we had there but it's very much it's very different from what you experience in university i mean also to be fair i was <laughs> massively disengaged so i didn't know any of this stuff <laughs> that's I just, true too that helps it, I, it, it helped and it hurt and it hurt but the, the the point being is um it kind of made me also see that a university could have been a lot better if I just approached it in a more adult way where I chose, you know, a less trodden path that would have actually led to maybe more meaningful relationships, uh, better ways to, of approaching women, all this kind of stuff uh, could still be achieved in university to some degree, right? There are other mature, motivated, intelligent, fun people to meet there. I just... <laughs> was not getting uh you just were meeting them yeah i was i was not getting access to them and because i wasn't pursuing uh the the right route to get access to them Mm -hmm. but kind of speaking about that like actually one of my uh takeaways was that like little things are are really good ways to connect if you just kind of get out of your own way 
and this is true generally in life, in university, and it was certainly true in red, but like part of the reason that you were socially successful at re in red um, is that like you're constantly giving off little pieces of information in the way that you conducted yourself. And it, so it allowed other people to latch onto it if they, if they chose to. I remember like, for example, like, uh, you're asking a question and you brought up like, uh, um, I think Jordan Peterson and, it, and <laughs> the it knowing nod that we had amongst each other. It's like, Oh, you're one of those. All right. I like you. But again, it wasn't <laughs> even about one of those. It was, it was because you can feel whatever way you want about him. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, yeah, people are wrong about him all the time. <laughs> uh, myself included, I guess. But like, I'm totally kidding. No, but like, that's the thing. It's like, um, it wasn't that I was like, oh, look, a Jordan Peterson acolyte, because that's mm -hmm. not actually all that interesting to me. That's uh, would have put you down a couple notches. But like, <laughs> it's that like you were still engaged in that space which that makes you interesting so that you're engaging with ideas within that realm of like, um, whether it's philosophy or, or psychology or what, what, or whatever social issues, right. For or against the point is if you're aware of a certain, you, you, and you can say that about a politician and you don't have to love that politician, but if you're talking mm -hmm. like, Hey, but what do you think about what this politician said, A, B or C, it shows that you're engaged in that way. So that's, where my is this the same way I remember like you're once just randomly singing um the lyrics to a song by Korn. <laughs> what song was that? I don't uh, know very song. Was it right now? Or no no uh what it I don't know very many Korn songs. There's only like three that I can think of. Or I can't even think of the songs, but I think I know which ones. Um Something My Time, I don't remember. Oh, uh yes. Anyway, this is this is not it good radio. It is the radio. one corn song. Yeah, no, it's one, one song. Oh, it's the, oh I, I'm going to Google this while we do this because, yeah, there, there is a corn song that, um, what is it? This is going to bug the hell I did my out. time. I did my time. Yes. Maybe yes. That was, maybe that was it. Such a good song. No, it's definitely that one. That's one of the, I think, I think there's only like a few corn songs that I know. Anyway, that the, the point is if you're ex like expressing little facets of, of, your intellectual life and your hobbies and whatever else that you're interested in, you're constantly then pre presenting people a way in. And or a this, way to hate you. Yeah, which I'm... I'm With the I'm, JP stuff, it's definitely... It's definitely... if It's it's a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. But, but my... my, my uh, Sorry. <laughs> my, my point being is... That, if you're on the outside looking in, you should also take those opportunities, right? Like, yeah. um, I remember like even in, in, in um, when I was in, um, in, in university of Lor uh, Wilfrid Laurier, uh, uni, um, which was where I went to in, um, Canada for a semester. I, I had no friends. I had a couple of friends because we shared an accommodation, but they didn't go to Laurier. They went to university of Waterloo. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would see people in in the same class as me, and maybe they were talking about the latest MCU film, and I could easily talk about that. I just chose not to jump in because I, you don't know, I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's a point of pride because you still think there's some small chance where they're literally just going to look at you and be like, I don't want to talk about, you know, 
Iron Man with you, which like, of course they would be, right? Mm -hmm. If you can just get out of your own way, if you can just stop being in your own head for a moment to realize like there's such easy ways to talk to women, but talk to anybody, just make friends, just be sociable, just connect and have a rich, richer social uh, experience wherever you are. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you can be that person or you can respond to that person, but little things like that actually can go a long way. And it's also um, goes back to just having this, this is becoming like my favorite little term now in all of these, that sense of perspective where, yes, maybe you can, um, maybe you go in because you want to have this rich social life with partying and, 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 and meeting women and, you know, being job ready, like the whole package, like university is just going to make you ready for life. Um, have perspective that like you can go in for that, but you know, life goes on and you can actually still figure it out much later like us yeah right like it was only after red that i started to get on my feet in terms of a job and even like some degree of social competence right it's not like i was completely incompetent before socially but well you, you you had some things going for you, you just didn't know everyone thought you were so mysterious and everyone wanted to know more about you which was like it was really it was working people like people knew about everyone's asking about you but I guess you just had to capitalize on it. <laughs> you guys didn't even see this your whole life. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, the point being is like, if I knew what I was, if it was a conscious thing, it, would, it wouldn't have worked. And mm -hmm. it kind of would have been cynical and gross. But yeah. it, it, it's because I was genuinely just in my own head and not <laughs> engaging, <laughs> which is just so ridiculous at that age. But, but th that's the point. Like, you can put your hopes in university, but also remember that you will get other chances and the life does go on and you can figure out your career and your social group and all that stuff later. And, you know, uh, the flip side of that is it is a great uh, um, opportunity um, to have a place where you can learn and you can meet people more easily and all that stuff because it does get harder. That that should be pointed out. Like, the older you get, the harder it is to... Um, get that like strong social circle again and have all these like-minded people around you and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a balancing act like, like so many things in life. Like you want to go in there positive, motivated, excited, all those things, but don't, don't lose sight of, of the fact that it, it is just this one institution. And, and I mean, frankly, it could just be that one university was a miss for you. Right. So, there, there, there are just so many variables with anything. Mm -hmm. It never makes sense to put all your chips in, 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 in that one place uh, or one part of your life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think we've basically addressed a lot of what we've wanted to do. Are there any kind of final uh, talking points you want to address or takeaways you want to leave everybody with before we I go think, uh, i think it's just a couple of little things yeah like, i think we kind of touched on this but if you're gonna go to university um do yourself a favor and get fully immersed if you want to i think you know i, I look back at my university experience and i think i had i had some hobbies that i was really into and i, I was kind of avoiding university mm -hmm. for a lot of it but then when i did go back for psych the second time i really dove in 
And I do regret sometimes not having done more social stuff, although I feel like the university I went to is really bad for the socials. Like, I feel like, like, there's things that I could have pursued that, you know, the clubs aspect, like, the, again, you meet a lot of people doing clubs and, and extracurricular activities in university, and I just felt like the university yeah. I went to was kind of lame with those. They didn't really get to do a good job. I went to a couple, like, sports ones, and it was just boring. I didn't like it. I didn't care. Like, like yeah, we played soccer, but, like, I don't know. There was just... You know, you might not connect with people. I'm a very competitive person. Even if I suck at a sport, I'm going to play like I'm trying to kill, not like violently, but I'm going to play with like full intent of beating you. If I can, if I can win a game like 16 to nothing, I will try to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just the kind of person I'm, and I like being around those kind of people too. So, you know, you might not connect with people, but take advantage of the extracurriculars if you're going to go into university. Jump in with both feet. Um, be cognizant of the fact that university and college leaves a lot of people with a lot of debt if you mm, can avoid yeah. it. Yeah, I, a, I got lucky in that when I did quote unquote drop out, what did I do? Well, I worked a whole lot and I actually ended up paying off. Like my parents, it, it's funny. My parents had all the money to pay for my university, but because I dropped out without telling them secretly and just failed a bunch of classes, I ended up having to foot the bill for like two of my years in university. Oh no. But it was good because you know what? I dropped out and what I do when I dropped out, I made a lot of money. Not mm-hmm. a lot. I was lifeguarding, but whatever. I made, I made enough money to pay it off. So be cognizant of debt. Be cognizant of what's going on there. Just because the government's going to give you a big fat loan for it. Although I guess we're we're in the days now where you know it's free and 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 you know maybe you get debt forgiveness. So maybe that's not as big of an issue going forward. Who knows? Um, but that leads into my last point, and that is understand that a degree is now becoming commoditized. It's they just you know it's a check mark. Does they do they have a degree? If you're looking for a job that's in you know certain fields like oh business or whatever like there's mm-hmm. a lot of jobs you can get without necessarily a real degree for it um because the truth is a lot of nine to five office jobs will train you to do things their way anyway so your previous experience or your previous knowledge becomes a lot less directly applicable even for us something like red academy where we learn digital marketing I've had to throw some of the shit that we learned out at my current job because they don't do things the way that we were taught to do them. So mm-hmm. you don't want to be talking to clients about that. So the, the real point that I'm trying to get to, and this is kind of a, a thing that I'll leave people off with, I never finished university. I don't have a degree. Mm-hmm. When I sent out my resume, I put on there. I don't, I mean, I, I like to put it this way. I put a date and I put uh, I put a university. <laughs> I'm technically I, true. If you understand that as me having a bachelor's, that's on you because I don't put that. I just put like a, a field of study and a university name and a year. You can read into that whatever you want. Um, and I've never had anybody look it up. I think the only time that people really care about your undergrad is if it's a very professional position or if you look like you're 19. If you look like you're a baby, then people will scrutinize you a little more. But the minute that you don't or the minute that you have some experience on your resume, very, in my experience, and again, I'm saying this because I had some jobs that I shouldn't have. I'm not going to go into the full detail of it. Check my LinkedIn to see some of the stuff that I've done. But uh, I've had jobs that I shouldn't have considering my level of mm-hmm. educational, quote-unquote, experience. But it's like it's because it doesn't matter as much as you think it does. It's Again, like you, you've mentioned it, go there to enrich yourself. This is an opportunity for you to have a social experience, an intellectual experience, for you to round out your skills. If you don't feel ready to join the working world, this is a great place to go and, you know, continue to grow but don't delude yourself into thinking that you must have a degree especially in today's day and age when again what i just said if 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 college university is going to become free for more and more students it's just going to be the same thing as your high school diploma and no one no one well again we just 
in in the U.S. that's again it's very oh, context true. dependent. Yes, like, yes, so sorry, we thought, it's very we're, again we're in Canada, so things yes. are a bit different. But yeah, we're a bunch of commies that drink maple syrup and and fight beavers, so it's different up here. Yeah. Um, but even in the states, are taught. Well, I mean, I guess that's not true. Biden said that he's not gonna forgive anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> never mind. You guys ain't getting any college forgiveness. But um, but even so, just the the vast number of people that are graduating from, especially liberal arts degrees. But actually, less and less. Really. Yeah, it's dropping, and it's oh, actually. Uh, that makes me feel good. I think a part of it is I think a lot of males are dropping for whatever reason. Yeah, a lot and, of a lot of less and, men are dropping. I don't know if that means that the total. Yeah, the, the yeah the, the male college rate is going down the pooper. Yeah. But yeah. um, but even so, I think the point stands that you know, you don't need, you don't need it. No, and 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 it actually, I would flip what you're saying about like you never technically graduated. You technically got ninety nine percent of what you can get out of university. You just didn't get a check mark. Yeah. Right. So it, it again, it's like, it's that weird thing of, um, do they actually care about you having the education, or do they care about a check mark? Mm-hmm. And if they actually care about the education, then then fine. Like, you're you're good. You did the education. Yeah. You just didn't take one course, and even that was like on, a kind of from from the sounds of it, a stupid technicality there. Oh, it's a very stupid technicality. Yeah, it, it sounded way more silly than to I me. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, actually in that regard, think, um, yeah, good for you. You're not, you're, 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 you're not, Fight the system. no, you're, you're not, you're not saying you, you have a diploma. You're saying you studied there for this period of time. You did. Yeah. Um, not a lie. Technically. Also, I mean, we will get, uh, get to this on another podcast re- regarding pursuing work, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's a very, that, that whole the whole system or the whole like way of getting work makes me uncomfortable because it's it's just a minefield of 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 dishonesty and, and anyway that that's a whole other thing mm-hmm. i i think we we have thoroughly wrapped up all the many issues you face with university yeah socially or in terms of education or in terms of your own personal development mm-hmm. um and I think our takeaway is, please don't do it. No, it's, yeah, it's, stop, <laughs> run away. Don't do it if you have the chance. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, just know what you're going in for and then make the most of it. Yeah. Um, and okay, so then that, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you left us with a positive rating or a like or a sub- subscribe or whatever, depending on the platform you're listening to this on and um if you could share it with others that would also be amazing take care and we'll see you next week for another episode of life's difficult see ya